0: Don't
1: Talk Radio. Good evening, Good everyone. evening and everyone. This is Marty Oakley of the PPJ Gazette Online, and this is TS Radio.
0: And
1: we are broadcasting live. Live. effort to get here. Welcome to the show,
0: everybody.
1: Hey, everybody. This is Marty Oakley of the PPJ Gazette Online, and this, of course, is TS Radio, and try as they might to knock me off the air, you see we're still here, and we're just going to keep coming back, and uh, that's just the way that is. We have got a really tremendous show tonight, and it's one I've been wanting to do for quite a long time, and... This this is another one of those Carol Hershey Pennsylvania. Well, I don't know if Carol Hershey herself is involved in it, but it's in Pennsylvania. You know she's dipping her fingers in there somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. But this is uh, I, I don't know what's happening in Pennsylvania, but it is becoming worse than Tennessee and Florida combined as far as the abuse of the elderly. And this story tonight alone is enough to make you want to jump and go crazy and just bang your head in the wall. Uh, We need to focus in on Pennsylvania. We need to particularly focus in on Montgomery County and hold somebody out there accountable because what's happening to the elderly in this case tonight is a tremendous example of it, is just unspeakable. So I want you to welcome to the show with me, Cos Whittenscape, Mary Whitten. And Tasha Lee and Tasha, who is with you? The uncle, my uncle Leon Myers. Leon Myers. Okay, everybody's online. Welcome to the show, and thank you so much for doing this show this evening. I thank you for um, having Oh, you bet. Um, I personally, I went through all the documents you sent me, all the filings you sent. Um, there are uh, so many egregious um, activities going on here that I personally don't even know where to start with this. So, Kaz, let's start with you, if we could, and give us a background on the story for the people that might not be aware of this story. I don't know how they couldn't be, but a lot of people think this stuff doesn't really happen and that you must have done something wrong or they wouldn't be doing it. And, of course, we all know that's crap. And um oh, really? But uh Kaz, why don't you start out by giving our new listeners some background on this?
2: All right, I have like a a quick timeline because I could like go over the two hours just on on everything. It's just unbelievable so um let's see august twenty eighth two thousand and ten He's at age eighty. he has a stroke in California um They didn't think he was going to come back from the stroke, but he was a miracle. So his best friend, Bob Sproul, goes out to be with him. Um, um, Harvey has this miraculous recovery. They fly him back to Pennsylvania where Bob ends up taking care of him, moving him into his condo, and... um, he we, you know, I started getting the phone calls like, "Hey, you know Harvey really needs to work on his like long term memory, and will you talk with him you know about his mom and you know his life, you know, because Bob didn't know all those details of like my grandma and um so we would talk, and you know I became really close to you know Bob and Harvey, and Harvey pretty much made a full recovery. We choose to go up and visit Bob and Harvey in January two thousand eleven. And my son came with me also,
0: and we had a great
2: visit. And it was um, like Harvey was back to normal. The only thing is, is he was having a hard time reading. Um, The next thing we know, we get some letters, and it looks like right around um, February. So we'd visit in January Um, 2011 and February, we get some letters like interested party. And Harvey is gonna have to go to orphan's court because they want to do this guardianship stuff. So we call up, you know, what's going on? And at that point, Bob and Harvey are having to start to fight to um, stay together and, um, you know, just be, you know, live their life. And at this time, there's really nothing. Wrong with Harvey. He's pretty much making a really good, um, a really good comeback. Mm-hmm. Um, it says then, and he has his attorney, Eric Cox. But what happens is um, Judge Ott decides, you know what, Harvey can't choose his own attorney. So he appoints Diane Zabowski to be Harvey's um, attorney, and that happened on February 11, 2011. So now Eric Cox is now just representing Bob brow in the, um, to be the guardian of Harvey because Diane Zabowski, I remember her telling me, Oh, once these, once these, um, these things start, you just can't stop them. Even though Harvey had pretty much had a full recovery from the stroke, they're like, can't stop it now. This has to continue. So at that point, you know, the fights are beginning and, um, they're, you know, trying to take over Harvey. Bob's fighting, um they have Diane Zabowski in there and I'm sure the Bills are just running around. Um mm-hmm. it's believed that the estate at the time Harvey's estate was worth about three point nine million dollars. And uh-huh. um they, yeah. And so um anyway, long story short, um Bob ends up, myself and Bob end up being the co-guardian. That was. That's a whole long, drawn-out thing. That was to basically probably appease Bob, who was fighting like crazy against him. But they decided uh-huh. that Univest Bank should be the financial guardian of Harvey's money, and it was a woman named Juliana Von Dune King, um, who is an attorney working for the bank. She's now going to be, this bank is going to be like the guardian of the estate. The conservator. Everyone, yeah. Yeah, everyone has to start, you know, paying money. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, Don't forget um, where Indiana well, uh, used to work. See, there's some court. There's some court records that say in her new position, it was her job to increase trust business in Montgomery County. Um, Diane Zabowski bills Harvey's estate $7,000 for a hearing to deem him incapacitated. But you, cause um, you for, but, this is Mary, you you forgot yes. to
3: mention that Juliana Van Dun king used to work closely with Judge Stanley Ott at the courthouse. Oh, okay. yeah,
1: that's right. How mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. now, now, let me ask this. Um, when this person was named for the Univest Bank, I want to know how Univest Bank, even with her as their representative, became conservator, which is the capacity they're serving in, became conservator of a an account in their bank. That's they're not. That's a conflict of interest. They can't do that.
2: Well, Judge Ott ruled it that that's what was going to happen. So that's how it went down. Judge Ot did see. it.
3: Well, I, oh, I don't know mm-hmm. if I don't know if he originally had a bank account at Univest,
2: but they did certainly not.
3: they 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 pulled up they transferred all his money that he did have and put it in
1: Univest. Yeah,
0: it was well, in, uh, it, was it, in Vanguard.
1: it was Vanguard. In Vanguard. Okay, yeah, was and it's, and under what yeah. authority did they do this? Because uh, they, I know enough about conservatorship okay. to yeah. know. That that you can't do this. You cannot move somebody's estate, even if you are the conservator. You can't move it. They had did they report a tax identification number and a new name on the account? How is the account held?
2: We yeah we don't know. I don't
1: know. Oh, jeez. No. Okay. Yeah, they
2: were pretty mad. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's see. Um, they forced into safety deposit boxes that were owned Jointly from Bob and Harvey, and clearing that out. Um, I mean, Bob was just livid over all this stuff. Um, There's tons of different monies that's getting paid out. I mean, we just Mm -hmm. we have tons of documents, just tens of thousands of dollars just going out to everybody. Uh huh. But then, yeah. Hey Carl. Mary, did you want to finish up, Mary? I'll let Mary tell the next part. Okay. Um,
4: Hey Carl. Mary, um, I think also what the listeners should understand because they just they have to understand once the game is once the person is deemed incompetent and you're offered and and then they provide you with a plenary guardian, that person loses all rights to anything anyone Mm -hmm. like you said with with Bob and um, you know anyone who was a previous guardian or listed. As a previous guardian through a power of attorney Or anything that had been done While they were in their right mind All of that is nullified
1: Right. So that's
4: really how they get in You know Involved Just by deeming the person Totally incompetent What I keep
1: reminding everybody Is when you get deemed a ward Of the state You Mm -hmm. have And this is in legal definition You look this up in Cornell Law when you become a ward of the state, it has the same legal consequences. It's a civil death with the same legal consequences as a natural death. You're still a, you're you're still breathing, but you're deca- declared dead in the law. So you right. can't speak anymore. And this yeah. is one of the things I've been advocating: is we need to end it. This is identity identity theft taken to the extreme. And yeah. Mm-hmm. you You basically have declared this woman or this person has died uh as right, far yes. as the law is concerned, so they don't have any rights they can't do anything but go back to this this transference of this money um uh, so yeah, if, if was... they if they did this, they had to file under a new name and they had to file a tax identification number with the i r s Have you ever checked with that no, no. Okay, and then who is paying the taxes on this?
3: I assume that they were filing my Uncle Harvey's taxes.
1: The Guardian. The 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 Guardian. guardian. Yeah. Yeah. Well, since he's dead in the law, he can't file taxes. So somebody is is either not paying the taxes on this, or they are and they're charging that money off to the estate. Yes,
0: the Guardian. Okay. No, it's
4: not the guardian. Anymore. What they do, this is like with my grandmother's death. Um, so after death, then, they, then the guardian is nullified. And so what Judge Ott tries to do is then appoint another one of his uh, staff to come in as, you know, to, to handle the business after death, the estate business. But it's, they're still all working together. Mm-hmm. So it still doesn't fall into the hands of the family at all.
1: Right, right. Well, and that's what it's all about is keeping the family out of it. And one of the things you pointed out is these judges, and I keep telling people, stop going for this estate planning and and avoid conservatorship and guardianship and plan your estate and blah, blah, blah. And the attorney selling you that plan knows damn well that what they just sold you is only fit for use in the bathroom it ain't because any probate judge in the country can pitch it out the window and say it doesn't matter and um you've just paid for something that is of absolutely no use to you but what you have done is you have provided a a database of all of your property and your money and your everything that they Mm -hmm. they sit and wait for the opportunity anyway go ahead girls i'm sorry
0: So,
3: So, um, let's see, we ended off with uh, Juliana Van Doon King was the um, representative from Univest Bank who took over uh, guardianship of the estate for my Uncle Harvey. Mm -hmm. And I think that their, I'm not 100% sure, but I think that their charging fee was like 1% of the money, but I think the percentage was more if the money was in a Univest account. Mm-hmm. So they were transferring his money. I remember um, Bob would complain about this, that they were taking his money out of his Vanguard account that was doing very well and converted it into the um, Univest account. And it, I, think I think it was so that like- they could charge the the bigger fee.
2: And I think I'm yeah. not for sure, but I thought they bought like
1: Univest stock or something.
3: Yeah, somehow they oh. are into there Oh
1: something. well, it wasn't that handy.
3: Yeah. So okay. Um. So they were getting, um, like I saw some of their bills from in August, from December 2011 to August 2012. They were billing my uncle Harvey between a thousand. And twenty two hundred dollars mm-hmm. a month for their service fees. Yep. Jesus. So okay. I mean that's a mortgage payment. They're pretty much yeah. charging him a mortgage payment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um Austin has
1: joined you. So Oh
3: good. Hi hey, Austin.
1: Austin. Yes. Hello, yeah. Austin. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Thank you so <laughs> much. Yeah. And uh but yeah, I just I didn't I have so many people on the board, I have a full call board here. 50 callers So I needed to know People's numbers And so we just Hooked up there On uh, Facebook Well anyway So they're They're charging The estate And how far Have they bled it down Now do you have Any idea I have no idea
3: How much Sheen It's been Christa. bled down But I know Like some years They would have um, Like the annual report That they would Send out
5: He
1: would mm-hmm. spend
3: Between 450 And $500,000 In a year
1: Oh my god Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's let's move a little bit past the banking here, and I want to talk about this administration of Haldol. Now, Haldol is one of the most deadly psychotropic drugs out there. It is restricted for use on people over the age of 60 or for people who show signs of dementia or Alzheimer's, and he's getting five milligrams a day, which is enough to kill him. Um, I I was reading the transcript of when he was brought into court and the judge was questioning him and he kept saying he was perplexed and he didn't know what certain things were. That judge knew full well that man had been drugged. He knew full well and wrong. and let this go on. Honest to God, this is just um, I, I'm so I'm so sick of hearing this. And it, I'm surprised he was allowed into anything. But I did notice how they tried to make it look like they were trying everything to accommodate him, and uh, without anybody ever asking, has he been drugged? What kind of drugs has he been given today? What was he given before he was brought in here? Nobody ever asked that question.
3: Well, anytime time uh, they'd bring up Halda, um, they would Diane Zabowski or one of the other attorneys would object. Mm-hmm. And it uh-huh. would get sustained. So they were they were trying to put that into the court records, and it was not allowed to be. Am I right, Kaz? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and it goes against the 1987 Nursing Home Act that was signed by Ronald Reagan. It's um, and how we found that out, and I I really appreciate it, is that I had contacted I live in Wisconsin, contacted my Senator Tammy Baldwin. And because we're in different states, she really couldn't help me but to figure out how to make this federal. And at that point, we filed um, a Medicare fraud. Okay. And um, I also, because we were trying to move Harvey to Wisconsin after Bob had passed away. I mean, this stuff just ramped up. Um, And so we were trying to move Bob to um, Wisconsin. We had a whole care plan. We had contacted Dane um, County Social Services. I mean, there was like a whole plan ready. And when they had heard about the Halidol, they said, had that been going on in Wisconsin, there would be a criminal investigation going on, that they were on high alert, that there was going to be a 30 days, that he better be off of that, but you have to wean people off. And it right. was the social services that told me that it was called a chemical restraint yes. and, started to, and yes. told yes. me about this nursing home hack. And so we okay. really knew nothing, and so it was like a help with you know Dane County Social Services and um, mm-hmm. Senator Tammy Baldwin um, responding to an email that I had sent to her office because it's um it's a it's a real desperate feeling when you're going through this, and and we hadn't found the National mm-hmm. Association to Stop Guardianship Abuse at this time, and so we we're very really, very alone, and it was a blessing when we did find them down the
1: road. Right. Oh wow. I, I this this just makes me sick and it goes on, and you know the one girls and guys there what bothers me is we've raised enough hell over this over the last seven years. I cannot tell you the number of legislators, both state and federal, I have contacted the d o j health and human services, both state and federal, in many states, and they will do nothing and um i that this You know, I've seen this referred to as elder cleansing. Um, They refer to all of us over 60 as the silver tsunami, and like we're something to be afraid of. But the fact of the matter Mm -hmm. is people over 60, well, 10 years ago, owned 75% of all the real wealth in this country. As Mm -hmm. of uh, two years ago, they only own 43%. And the Mm -hmm. only thing that can be attributed to is these predatory guardianships? Uh, we're mm-hmm. being targeted, and your uncle yeah. was targeted, and his estate is being stolen. As soon as it's bled out, um, yeah. believe me, everybody will resign and walk away. Um, mm-hmm. uh, how many, cause how many, how many times have you filed into this case? Do you know? Oh my God,
2: Mary! Do you know? I mean, we've just. I mean, not just like in this case, but going against, like, um, the Bar Association, uh, disciplinary boards, nursing boards, doctor boards, um, we even caught, um, we had the Attorney General office that we, we really appreciated the work that Kathleen Kane was doing. She was sending people to visit and if you start, if you follow the story of Kathleen Kane, Montgomery County filed corruption charges against her and the Attorney General of the State of Pennsylvania is sitting in jail today. We loved her. Um, uh-huh. What happened? I don't know. But she she was she was really interested. She was really, you know, her office was like really
1: seemed To want to investigate this stuff. Okay. Wow. And see, when I contacted the state attorney generals here in Minnesota, Lori Swanson's office, about what was happening here to people, we have almost 19,000 people under guardianship, including children. Wow. And I said, you know, look, these people need help. This is what's happening, blah, 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 blah. And... Finally, one of her staffers told me, she said, You just don't understand. And I said, I don't understand why you won't move to stop this. The people of the state are being harmed. She said, We are not here for the people of the state. We are here to protect the state from the people. I said, What did you say? What? And she said, and, Well, I got the same thing from the DOJ that they're just, yeah. this is why they won't go against anybody else, like in another agency or any of these things is the reason they won't go against them is is their job is not to protect you it's to protect the government from you and all of its little nice. agencies. Um, now nice. this orphans court there in Pennsylvania how have they set this up? Is it up under the judiciary um, is it is it under uh, social services do you, do you know who the the umbrella agency is?
5: Do you mean Bye. how it starts how all of this the, and I love the word tsunami starts,
1: yeah well okay well for most what I'm saying it, is started go ahead i'm sorry well what i'm what I'm asking is how is this court protected? Is it protected by the judicial branch, or is it protected administratively by the executive? Like your I think governor. it's by
5: the executives okay. Not in the
1: governor I think it is
5: very An in-house thing for Montgomery County I
0: okay. think it's a
5: very in-house thing For Montgomery County okay. uh, Because we have other people Who are afraid of Just certain names when you go to other lawyers To get them to represent you And certain mm-hmm. names start creeping out They they just all Turn colors uh-huh.
1: you know, and, mm-hmm. and
5: they don't want to touch this
1: Right. That
5: wow. foot pole.
3: And Tasha, did wow. you right. file a complaint with the disciplinary board for the
4: judicial or for the judge? I, I filed a um, disciplinary complaint about Judge I and Diane Zabowski. And
0: mm-hmm.
4: what happened, um, they, you know, really, honestly, they just really didn't do anything. That's, right. that's you know, everyone is saying it, it, that it was out of their. Jurisdiction, uh huh, so, and they're saying like Orphans Court just pretty much stands alone, so mm-hmm. it just seems like they're trying to make their own rules, and and that's why this is so prevalent within the Orphans Court. Um, my grandmother was not in an agency. Um, this happens because of an aunt disgruntled about um, my grandparents' will and power of attorney that they had put in place with their lawyer of 15 years. Okay. Um, and, and so when my grandfather passed away, my grandmother then was targeted by her own daughter and placed in orphans court um, where that, that lawyer did come um, to um, assist his client of 15 years um, and Judge I just dismissed him. It was totally like a kangaroo court. And she was dismissed. Mind you, um, a month before she went into court, her many mental tests, many mental tests, which they set up to determine if you have dementia or what level of dementia, um, her many mental tests were seven, 27 out of 30, which oh, anything wow. over 25 says that you are normal. Right. She was able to speak for herself. And Judge I, you know, in the court, and it is documented on the record that he mm-hmm. um, is a, he, he has done 100 cases of these per year,
0: 200, 200, 200 cases
4: per year, he said and he guessed that qualifies him as a medical physician. He even oh, went yeah. against my grandmother's doctor, yes. and that is on record. That's black and white. He
0: dismissed the hey, doctor me. and the lawyer yes. before the court yes. hearing started. Yes,
4: and that's on the notes of testimony.
0: He dismissed she did her the lawyer to my, to my mother.
4: Come. Yeah, he yep. said thank you for coming, mm-hmm. but I have an attorney, and her her attorney is going to be Diane Zabowski. Yeah. And
0: yes. that's how oh, you know
4: we were introduced to this nightmare of Diane yes. Zabowski.
0: Yeah. And then, the and then it also, slides he slides down the, the, doctor. Yes, he did I, the doctor. he dismissed the doctor also, and he took my yeah. mother in the back room, and he came out and determined that she. Uh, was fully incapacitated. It was fully yes,
4: incapacitated. mind you, and many mental tests was twenty-seven out of thirty one
1: months before she went into court. Well, the one thing I know about mental testing, and I got this from Roger Brown at the Sociology Center, who is considered an international expert on this psychology stuff and testing, uh, is that any mental testing is set up. So that let's take the MMPI-1, the MMPI-2, the PF-16, and numerous other mental uh, faculty tests are set up so that you cannot take those tests without coming out with a disorder of some kind, which is strictly observational, doesn't mean it actually exists. So I always tell people when they say, you know, um, I want you to take this. No, I'm not taking any tests um you have the right to refuse and uh what i'm trying to figure out here is how this judge keeps getting away with this i've got i cannot tell you the number of people from just Montgomery County that i have lined up that want to come on the show so this wow. obviously is at an epidemic proportion there uh mary bush just messaged me that the orphans court is up under the judiciary now, since the Orphans Court is, in actuality an administrative tribunal and does not deal with law, it deals with statute and code. I want to know how they did that. but of course, uh, mm-hmm. Illinois is the same way. They ran it up under the district Court there. Um, so there there's questions there that need to be need to be answered, how they did this because it's it's an unlawful um, marriage of the judiciary. Versus administrative And administrative is always set up To void your constitutional rights Any rights wow. you may have And mm. that's why it exists So um, It is to do an end run around all that So you have no rights That's how they are able with this declaration Of being a ward To declare you mm. basically Dead in the law You don't exist anymore we said so um, And this Oh crap this is driving me crazy Okay, Um, just as an update in in the middle here, where is Harvey at now in all of this that's going on?
3: He is in heaven with
2: Jesus.
1: Yeah. Jesus. Now. Yeah, every
2: every one of us, our loved ones are passed away right now.
1: Oh, my God.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Every one of our loved ones have been murdered by these people. I know I'm not supposed to say that, but frankly, that's just the truth. That is true. My truth. mother was living in her house, she was happy, she was content, yeah. and all of a sudden they took a beautiful my mother was a beautiful woman, and when she died, the people that saw her couldn't even recognize
0: her, wow. I her daughter couldn't
5: recognize her. Now, how wow. did they get away with abusing my mother to the point where I, her daughter, could not recognize her? Yet, if I did that, I would be under the jail. Yes,
1: yes. ma'am, you would. Yes, you would. Yes. And uh, and none of these people are ever held accountable for this. Can you Do you have mm-hmm. any idea how many of them uh, passed away, like, in the same facility?
5: Those are the things that I'm trying to get a hold of. I just want okay. information.
1: Okay. Um,
5: and and as you said, you have listeners from Montgomery County, Um uh, mm-hmm give them our information. We want we want to collate all this information. We want to go oh, wow. to the DOJ and throw it in their eyes and say, "Now come on. You cannot have all this information and then take it to every TV station on in Philadelphia and beyond." Yeah. Somebody is and, going to stop it. You know
4: I don't know how many people in a specific facility,
0: mm-hmm. but
4: I know that the the correlating person, okay, mm-hmm. needs to be Diane Zabowski.
1: Okay, okay. She so we need to.
4: One... Yeah, it's Diane
1: Zabowski. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, we, we need to start assembling a database on this. Um, and get this down. Uh, when. How, Marty, how, Marty, yes. This
4: is Marty. This is Tasha. And what happened with me, I realized that something was wrong. So I literally mm-hmm. started going in, in October, 2013. Yes, I started did. finding the people. I started going door to door. That's how I met Austin. That's how I met Marion cause. I, you know, I met so many individuals. I, took that summer, got in my car, and just was going door to door to people. And I've met so many different people, and some are afraid to talk. All of them, the court appointing attorney is Diane Zabowski. I mean, it's been over hundreds
5: that I've been alone. And we thank God for Tasha. Tasha was the one thing that – centered all of us and gave us a clue to how truly horrendous all this was and was going mm-hmm. to get so it, did you? we didn't get hit in the face yeah. unknowingly
1: okay did any of you file against her surety bond I don't know what that means but she no. has to have a bond uh, in order to serve as guardian and even as an attorney actually and uh she she has to that has to be listed somewhere uh, who her surety bondholder is. Hmm. And I would file I see, against her bond. I see it
2: getting waived. I've, I've seen in court records. I see that stuff getting waived.
1: Yeah, they don't yeah. have any right to Waves do that.
4: Bond. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, I always, so, you know, everything that I've seen. Yeah, yeah. you're right. They it don't does have get waived. Maybe that's why Judge Ott retired early. <laughs> Cause yeah, yeah. And didn't have a right to do a lot of things.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, from what I read in those documents, I'm telling you, uh, and I'm not an attorney, I've never claimed to be, uh, but I've read enough of this stuff to know a load of crap when I'm reading it, and uh, this is just absolutely – I I can't believe what they got away with on this. Now, Mm -hmm. may I ask how long Harvey's been gone? People are asking how long he's been Uh, gone. about,
3: About a year and a half.
1: And they're still bleeding the estate, yeah, yeah To wow. benefit the ward, no doubt. And um, uh, has have you seen any auditing of the estate?
5: No, they don't no. ever, ever. And that's the other thing; they have yeah, never ever wrong. put in writing, taken out. They have changed CDs that were in my name and my mother's name, mm-hmm. and took mm-hmm. both social security numbers off of those, so that I mm-hmm. couldn't go back and 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 get what belonged to me.
1: She, which well, is so it's illegal cannabis, it's is... not
5: even the beginning of yeah. it. right
4: right there's yeah they don't keep um those documents available um to the family if they're available at all i know after my grandmother died in 2013 um i went to the bank when i'm supposed when i i was the executrix of her estate although they tried to remove me they could not
5: yeah um
4: uh-huh but I found out the guardian kindly paid herself. The bank paid her directly, and there was no court records. You know how they're supposed to report if they're getting paid? That's right, to yes. A she never this is, did. This Just is Erin McDevitt? Died, I'm sorry, Erin McDevitt, yes, Okay. Aaron McDevitt. And so what happened, uh, she, you know, once the your loved one passes away, um, they send, you know, these bills. You know, so Erin was trying to get paid, but she had already paid herself. So, you know, oh. because we were in court. Oh,
1: yeah, she was caught doing that, yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Have you tried filing a freedom of information?
4: Um. Every time you go to the orphan's court and you do try to file, to see that record, because um, I tried to do it many times, they call okay. to the judge and then
1: it's denied. Yes. Yeah. The that judge has the no no right attorney. to deny under Freedom of Information Act. That judge is not in the position to deny anything. And I, I will look I, up I the laws that. in your state that on document. that. Yeah, You I have
2: filed, found I,
4: good, I that but found we're talking
5: what's times. going on in, Mo- in Montgomery County.
4: Yeah, I, I went to the
5: district three attorney times. in Norristown to try to get those to get that information to the. And he won't go against them. They will not even begin to do that. And exactly, it's, and it's just a matter of law. This is law. This mm-hmm. isn't, you know, about my personal something about all this. This mm-hmm. is the law. Mm-hmm. You are in charge of handling the law and making sure the law is filed. Now, if I steal right. from my mother or anybody else, you're going to put me in jail. Tell me what the difference is. Tell yes. me what the difference is between any of these, the, the odd holes, as we love to call them,
0: and <laughs> thing that
5: John Gotti did. <laughs> Tell me one difference between anything that any one of any mafia figure that's going to jail for life Mm -hmm. has done that any one of these people hasn't done. Exactly. It just defies my imagination.
1: Well, the worst part of it is it isn't your imagination, and it is happening all over the country, but we find pockets like there uh, where it is extremely worse than it is everywhere else. Um uh, my personal, I wish that attorney would call in. I would just love to speak to her. And um, so, Ms. Zablowski, if you're listening, and I'm sure you are in these 50 callers here online, uh, give, us a, give me a flag. Just press the number one, and uh, we'll cue you right up because I have a lot of questions I'd like to ask you. And, you know, the other thing is, too, people say to me, well, even if you do catch them, by the time you do, um, they've hidden everything and, and, you know, and they've spent the money and they got, well, then do them like they did these people that they, they preyed on. You yes. seize all their assets, go yes. back 10 right. years and see what was bought, sold or what? traded and demand it be returned, liquidate yeah. all of it and split it up between the families of the victims.
5: Yeah, you know what? Honestly, that good enough for them? At this point just money she stole from kasha or uh, tasha or somebody else i don't want that money i don't want that money honest to god because all it is is something that they stole from somebody else what i do want is justice that's what i want Mm -hmm. money you can always get money and that's the Mm -hmm. that's, that's the really damnable point of all of this they it's taking money from people's lives and and I don't want their money. I want yeah.
0: justice.
5: And one way and or not, the other, we're going to get justice. Now, yeah. And on not the only side money, the they, are taking on the out,
0: they are taking our taking out elderly lives. My mother had yes. a stroke. Yes. And they did not be get in contact with the guardian and for a week. And, and they I'm, told me that if you have a stroke, you have a 72-hour window. Yes. window to save that patient. Mm-hmm. the the guardian did not, we could not get in contact with the guardian for seven days. Why? And when they took her to the hospital, it was too late.
5: Let me, let me not trump your ace, but let me, let me expand on that. My mother was taken from uh, the horrible place that they forced her to be in because she was double over in pain. Now in January Uh of 2015, I wrote a letter to, um, the Ott holes and excuse me, I, I'm going to come up with a better phrase, <laughs> but right now I'm not in the mood. And there you and go. <laughs> told them that my mother was dying. I told yeah. them my mother was dying. I wrote a second letter in March of the same year and told them my mother was dying and is, she was is in this severe you're telling, pain. You're telling Diane Zabowski and Kalpana the, Dushi? Yes. And okay. Judge I and Murphy and everybody else, because I, I CC everybody on the same letter. And by June, my mother was in so much pain that they finally took her to the ER. Wow. Called Doshi, and Doshi said, "And I swear, I swear this by everything that I hold dear to my life." Doshi's first words, when she was leaving for vacation, "I don't have time for this."
0: Oh she my was So
5: glad that I couldn't find her because I would be in jail.
0: Yeah, I, I would be
5: in she jail. She didn't have time. I had never huh? been. She did, and I because I remember writing her back in two seconds flat and saying, You know what? You either make time or I'm gonna come find you. My mother oh. is in the hospital, I can't even tell them what to do because she's under your authority. So, you get somebody mm. over there right now. and that, Oh my god! And my that's how, that was the beginning of the end of my mother. My mother died, mm. what, uh, six months later, seven months later. Because well, they she, never she, took her to the doctor to get diagnosed with cancer. When my mother was mm-hmm. with us, she always got her cancer screenings and everything else with uh-huh. them for two years, and now she has stage three cancer.
1: Seriously. Oh my mm-hmm.
5: God. But you're better I for actually... my mother
1: than I am. Let me see. Yeah, that exactly. Well, and see, and that's what I don't understand, and and this is what I think exposes the fact that this is just nothing but a corrupt system of theft and abuse, is the fact yeah. that family members will take much better care of that person than these total strangers who fly in. And the thing is, see, you wouldn't have charged her estate tens of thousands of dollars to take care of her. You would have done it out of love and care.
0: Yeah. and.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, but for some reason they can't even go see them. They can't get them to their medical appointments. They can't see that they're appropriately cared for. But it costs you thousands of dollars. Well, it costs your parent or whomever thousands of dollars for them to sit in their office somewhere and then take a big vacation. Um, really? it, this is just absolutely disgusting. Um, and and, Austin,
3: uh, wasn't your mother not that incapacitated also?
1: My mother I've
5: seen, if you, I've seen the videos of her. gentlemen, yeah. I was getting ready videos. to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to meet my mother, go on YouTube and look up I sorry. I was going to YouTube to try to find the exact um what's name it. But put in Lillian R. Gibson slash Judge Ot. And okay. she can come up. You would feel me, lady, with her hand to her head.
4: For, the same for us. We did the same thing. Um, yes. You can go on Janie, J-A-N-N-I-E, Myers, M-Y-E-R-S, on YouTube.
1: Okay, um, I'm writing. Okay, we
4: have YouTube. a lot of videos with my grandmother talking and actually uh-huh. saying how she
1: felt about this guardianship.
5: Um, this is-
1: And, you know, the thing is, they use as an excuse for this chemical restraint. Oh, well, you went and saw them, and now they're upset, so you can't see them anymore, and we have to drug them. Well, of course they're upset. These people know they're being held prisoner. They're taken away from everybody they know, everything they know. They're treated like crap. They're neglected, uh, abused, and, of course, they want to go home. And they think if you come in, they're going home, and when they find out, they're not, they that do, you can't do. take them. They they get upset. So this is the mm-hmm. big excuse. So they're being combative. They're out of control. And then all it takes is a charge nurse calling that guardian who then calls the doctor and says, You're, we've got to medicate uh, because they, we yeah. can't control them. And all that gets down to is we have no intentions of taking care of them and we need to drug no. them so they stay quiet and uh, mm-hmm. they don't complain. Uh, I've yeah. had people actually call from inside a nursing home, uh, call the police for help, and yes. could the police couldn't get in.
5: Now yeah. tell me
1: how in that happens.
5: Thank you. Yep. Thank you. And that's yep. really, you know, it, that's the part that's so egregious about this. And I've said this over and over again, if I held my mother in our home, for three years and never let her walk out the front door, I would be in jail.
0: So how do these
5: people get to hold her in a home for three Mm -hmm. years and never, ever let her even walk out to get a fresh breath of air and they're not in jail? Exactly. My mother missed the birth birth of her great granddaughter. She missed her granddaughter's wedding. She missed every important something, a family event. She missed her, her, own uh, sister-in-law's funeral and they were very close, etc, 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 etc. I mean, the list is endless. Not to mention Christmases, uh, birthdays, da 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 my God.
1: It, it, it goes beyond that. It goes beyond that. Um, these are predators at work and these are people who are making their living as parasites off of other people and this is exactly what they are. They're parasites. And I, I I'm I get angry because after doing this for seven years, and the, the hundreds of letters and phone calls I've made, I've traveled places to talk to people. There isn't a legislator in this country, state or federal, who does not know this is happening. Wow! And wow. They, will not, they will not. They will not lift a finger to stop this. And the reason is. The the Bar Association, which I think needs to be disbarred and totally disbanded, made illegal for them to congregate has a death grip on all of our courts and all all these tribunals and everything else, even the Supreme Court of the United States is now its own bar, and you have to be a member of it to stand before it. There is nothing in our Constitution that says this. And another question that I have is, if I cannot claim ignorance of the law, how can a judge have immunity from prosecution for what they call erring? That's supposed to be the expert. If, he can, if he's got immunity for not knowing the law, why don't I have it? And if I try to educate myself in the law, uh, which I have every right to do, there's nothing in the Constitution says I have to go to one of these stupid-ass schools and get some degree. It says that the law is available to everyone, but if I go and educate myself in the law, then I'm accused of practicing law without a license. Please show me in the constitution where it says I have to have a license to access the law. And why doesn't the law ever work in these courts? And it's because of this, the way they've set it up and the death grip they have on it. Um, One of the things I did uh, prior to Mary Bush's show last night was I got into this thing called, hang on here. I got, Stacks of papers Residents rights This is 42 CFR 48 3.10 It's code of federal regulations And it reads really nice I'm telling you it does It just reads so nice But there's links in it everywhere And it's about how you can't isolate And the resident has the right To choose who they see Unless there is a resident representative And then they make all those decisions And you see these little things Are inserted in there that most people won't check and go back and see what this says. I've seen this same stuff done. Uh, Amy Klobuchar here in Minnesota, who just is, I mean, she's just a sock puppet sitting up there as far as I'm concerned, uh, came out with a bill here a couple years ago. It was about 10, 11 lines long, and you can't isolate. You can't do this. You can't do that. And the final statement on her little 10-line bill was, unless otherwise ordered by a probate judge. Yeah, And mm-hmm. I, I thought, I, I'm telling you, I was so angry. This is another thing, too. You need to find out if Judge Ott is, in fact, actually a judge, because there is a difference between an actual <laughs> judge and an executive administrator. And in these tribunals, which you call orphan courts, these people generally have no legal background whatsoever. They're usually somebody's mm-hmm. drunk brother who couldn't get a job, or you know, an mm-hmm. uncle who is uh, indigent that Science needed. They don't want it. to take care of, so we'll give them some work. Or there's somebody else they owe favors to, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And Todd uh, is
3: a former attorney.
1: Is a former yeah. attorney. Well,
3: yeah. Apparently,
1: he missed a few classes. Um, But uh, you know what? I'm going to try and get a hold of this man, too, because I'd like to talk. And I love this odd hole thing. If you think I'm going to let go of that, <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> you watch for an article called The Odd Holes of Montgomery County because it's coming. Yeah. And, uh, Michael Volpe yeah. will write it. Yeah, I can write it myself. Uh, it just... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but
5: I, you know, it. I, I remember when that first came out of my mouth, and I was like, "Oh my God!" Because I, 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 just couldn't. You know, we were yeah.
1: talking back before. You know how to <laughs> describe these people, and mm-hmm. it, honestly, the odd holes, was, I love it. Oh God, I, I love a good play on them. words. You know, I do, well, and uh, it just. My
3: mother's guardian was named. I thought it was douchey because I had seen it written that oh, yeah. was referred to as douchey bag.
5: High five.
3: <laughs> High
5: five. <bad>. You know? <laughs> you know? Uh,
1: I it just... <laughs> Which is such an insult
5: to any douche bag, isn't it? <laughs> it oh, really is. I'm, I'm, I'm sliding down to this, and, and I apologize to you because I really do. Yeah, don't, don't uh,
1: apologize. I love it. I love it. These no, people no. got everything coming that that, that they get. Um no. okay. So so as a group, as a group. And I know there's a gazillion of you. What are your plans? What are you going to do?
5: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think the best thing are the best thing for us to do is to not put that on the air.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
5: The one thing my pastor taught us years and years ago is you do not let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. Okay. You never, ever let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. So, and they can disagree with me. You know, the joy about all of us is that we are all really smart. We all are working together so they can make their decision. I'm just weighing in with my pastor's wisdom.
1: Okay.
0: You guys can go ahead
1: and. Okay. And
0: pre- please, I, everybody pray about this. Everybody pray yeah. about this thing.
1: Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need prayer uh, for
0: this thing. We need God and in this thing.
1: Uh, well, I'm going to tell you, quite honestly, after seven years of this uh, and having done a fair amount of praying myself, uh, yeah, I, man, don't, give I just, don't give up. Don't
0: give up.
1: God is I, the changing more right before I more your people faith. The more people I see go down, I I just. Uh, and you know no. we talk about two. Um, I saw this earlier today, and it was about um, hospice and how people cannot be put into hospice involuntarily. That's wrong. Mm-hmm. Under Obamacare, that changed. Mm-hmm. They got a hospice got uh, an eleven and a half billion dollar infusion of cash over a five year period to change wow. their mandate from good Samaritan to mm-hmm. one of. Hastening end of life. Now, here about five, six years ago, after this mess passed, I actually went to an orientation, applied to and went to an orientation for hospice so I could see what it was about. And about three-quarters of the way through, I couldn't take anymore. I got up and left. The woman that was doing the orientation was telling us what you need to do, especially if someone is over 70, is discourage advanced medical treatment. And you must tell them that they've had a good life, but um, this isn't fair to their family, and you don't want to put them through that, and you just need to let go. And at that point comes what they call palliative care. They will give them enough pain medication to keep them from screaming as they starve and dehydrate them to death. And uh, But the, their whole mandate, now there are local chapters that are still good, that still do some fine work uh, with terminal patients or visiting nursing homes for people who have no family and that kind of thing. There are still some very good people in hospice. But at the national level, their whole focus and their funding Is dependent upon them hastening end of life, um, discouraging further medical treatment, advanced medical treatment. And one of the other caveats on this is that they will look at your age and if they decide to, now get this one, invest in your recovery, they may have a mathematical formula that they use to determine if you can repay society. For that investment. And if they come up and decide that you cannot, you're not going to get advanced medical care. And that hospice nurse can now override the patient, the family, and the doctor and call for a DNR, the withholding of medication, Mm -hmm. and even the withholding of hydration and nutrition. They can override them. So, And all of that was in Obamacare Most people don't know that Another thing about Obamacare too is If any of your relatives Were forced onto Medicaid Or forced to use Medicaid at any point The state And I mean even for five minutes The state can now come in Upon their death And seize all assets So they get repaid And so you want to avoid Medicaid At all costs Um hmm. There was so much in this that people didn't know anything about. Elias like I say stay away from hospice unless it's people you know and you know the kind of work they do and that they are actually good Samaritan people. You know what I'm saying? They're there to provide comfort, and these people are usually associated with some church. And they provide their time so that, like, family members can step away and have a little time, get a little relief, or they, uh, mm-hmm. they uh, supply companionship so that person isn't alone in case there is no family. You know what I'm saying? They do good things. But at the national level, it's a whole other story. And oh, um, so you got to watch that. The other thing you need to watch is the use of hospitals that use what they call hospitalists. And that means your doctor is out of the game. Uh, everybody you that was taking care of you is out of the game. And they, the selling point on this is we have 24-hour medical care. There's a doctor on 24 hours a day to look after you. But they will not consult your primary caregiver. They're dismissed immediately. And they have a program that they run that lists they list in all these symptoms that they're observing or complaints that you may have and this program kicks up every possible diagnosis that could be applied to this every therapy every drug and their whole hospitalist vent is the way they're selling themselves is we will increase hospital profits by 20% the prime mm-hmm. target for this is the elderly mm-hmm. and so you when you're gonna check one of your loved ones into a hospital, one of the first things you ask is, "Are you using hospitalists or any corporation acting as hospitalists if they are get the hell out of there?" The other thing is, if you go to admit anyone, particularly an elderly person, and they say uh the admissions papers say for observation, you're gonna get the bill, okay." It must say admitted for inpatient care. If it says for observation, Medicare, your insurance company, nobody has to pay. Again, the elderly are targeted for this. So there's a whole system in place that a lot of people don't know anything about till it lands in their house. And um, But I'm sorry, I, I can't conclude anything after all this time except they want rid of us but they want to steal us blind before they do it. Um, I want to know, uh, cause or Mary, one of you, how have they kept your uncle's case open if he's been gone for more than a year?
2: Um, The guardian's attorney is contesting the will.
1: Yes.
5: That's the last, the last travesty in all this.
1: Mm -hmm. Wow. My God. Contesting on, on on I I don't understand. Okay. Um,
2: it's a whole other show. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I, it's it's I'm pretty a, it's pretty bad.
1: Contesting the will on what basis?
2: Um, I don't know. There's like that fraud was committed and that it was. Um, I don't know, yeah What all are you seeing? He had
3: he had a 2009 will, and then Judge Ott. Um, forced my uncle to have an evaluation by another doctor, Dr. Barbara Malamut. And Dr. Barbara Malamut said he doesn't know how much money he has, but he's not under any undue influence, so he can change the benef- the beneficiaries of his will. So my uncle went ahead and changed the beneficiaries of his will, be, you know, because he wouldn't have done it, I'm sure, if if this... Doctor that Judge Ott forced my uncle to pay and, and forced to have him evaluate, it by, um, evaluate him. So he changed his will in 2011. And now, uh-huh. Deborah Clark, who was our uncle's court appointment <clears throat> guardian of health, um, or of the person I mean, her attorney was a guy named Carl Pryor during the, the proceeding that removed my sister as co guardian. Mm-hmm. Now he's the one who's submitting all the paperwork to have the will contested for the two thousand nine will. And he got, you know, the people who were um involved in the two thousand nine will
1: to represent them.
5: Oh my god. Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm just saying uh... This is unbelievable that this happens. I, I, it's unbelievable that it goes on. Now have, and I know you have. Uh, you've contacted state legislators and everything oh, yeah. about all of this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, you haven't you haven't contacted Bob Corker, have you? Who's that? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. And <laughs> He uh, he used to be out there. Um, one of our advocates that passed away here a year ago, April, Tracy Miller, had been in contact with him quite a bit. And finally, shortly before her death, had sent me a letter, a handwritten letter in the mail, telling me okay. that he absolutely had worked against her the whole way and had betrayed her on every level. And he was promising he was going to do something. He was going to help her, and he was going to do this and that. Her brother was being held uh, by yeah. a woman named Hartshorn out there. And, um, but, uh, uh, this is, uh, Mary is, has messaged me again, and she said, um, uh, all oaths of office must be on file in the clerk's office. I know that. And it says, as well as the judge's bond. And if they won't give it to them, file a right to know. Um, so we'll have to now look into that. And see what it. Say what, honey?
4: I said, everyone keeps saying, you know, file the right to know. But yep. like I said, I've literally done it three times. And uh-huh. at the administrative office, um, at one point, they stopped responding. I had to go up to the Orphans Court and I asked, you know, I sent this, I filled out the right to know, you know, what is the problem? Um, and the uh, one of the officials, you know,
5: there, uh-huh.
4: and that Orphans Court said because Judge I did not approve
5: it. He and can't approve it. it. That is the beginning and middle of all of this, this travesty. It is about yes. one person and the people that he's working with and the other people who are afraid of them.
1: Yeah. Because
5: yeah. It, none of this could, could could continue if people weren't afraid of what they might do. Well, if they're in jail, how afraid are you going to be of them?
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and, and it's and not as that deep just... to put them in jail. No. but uh, the paperwork and... is right there. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, this makes me, I don't, I don't know how familiar any of you are might be with Lisa Blander out there in the Boston area. She's an appellate attorney. And her father, Marvin Siegel, retired after a 50-year career with a $9 million estate. He also was an attorney. Uh, his mm-hmm. compadres in the Bar Association landed on him like vultures.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And they have held that man hostage in his own home now for five years. And his estate has now dwindled down to about $4 million as they bleed everything off. They've stolen all of his personal possessions of any value. His children can't see him. She spent two years combing public records and filed a RICO showing clear collusion and conspiracy between the same judges, attorneys, guardians, agencies, the whole night. I mean, this thing was laid out like nothing I ever saw. And the judge... That it was submitted to. Oh, but not for the reasons you think. Never acknowledged that it was a RICO action. And it it was 400 and some pages long with documentation, which if you know anything about filing a RICO, it has to be done with what they call particularity, meaning you have to dot every I, every T. You have to have every possible piece of evidence to show collusion Mm -hmm. and conspiracy. She more than did this. And the judge, without ever acknowledging that it was a RICO uh, case, uh, sent it back and said it was too verbose. There were too many words. And some of them were really big words, too, and she just couldn't read them. I wrote her a letter. I suppose blew up her monitor when it opened up. But um, uh, And now the attorneys and the guardian that she was suing under RICO are launching, have launched an investigation against her and they're trying to get her disbarred for daring to expose them and everything she had in that RICO case came right out of public records. Now there is a big movement on out there to seal all those records because they said people were abusing them. And what that actually means is people were getting in there and reading them and looking at these patterns of collusion and conspiracy and the attempts to defraud and... and uh, but this is this is what you're up against. um we've been working with so many groups. well, I have uh like the judicial accountability movement and everything, and they've got former attorneys, current attorneys I mean they've got some real legal experts on on the board there, and they are making some headway. But I go back again to what I said earlier. Until we disbar the bar, get rid of this bunch, it is the most powerful, lucrative union in the country. And it has formed a monopoly on our courts, which is a federal offense. You cannot monopolize. But they have done exactly that. And, but it needs to be busted up. It needs to be stopped dead in its tracks. Uh, the, these people are the ones that are killing us and robbing us. They're facilitating everything, and you're absolutely right. Ott, in this particular case, was um, uh, the pivotal point in all of this. This was the facilitator. He's the person who made sure everything went the way it went and they could access the money and deny you visitation and withhold medical treatment. This man is individually liable for what he allowed to happen and encouraged to happen. In that courtroom, and uh, I don't buy the judicial immunity thing. Like I said, I don't buy the judge, aired. Oh, he aired. No, if I can't claim I aired, you, neither can you. <laughs> um, you, you, you're supposed to be the expert. How could you possibly err if I can't? And, um, I, this. This is, uh, this is making me mad is what it's doing. Um,
2: well, okay, I have a fun fact about Judge At for you. Okay. Um is this an audible yeah, fact? I, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a good one. So there's a documentary that came out. I can't remember what year. And it's called The Art of the Steel. And okay. what it's about, it was uh, then Governor Ed Randell um, paid, or there was a $25 billion, with a B, Art collection that was being held in somewhere in Montgomery County called the Barnes yep. Foundation,
0: mm-hmm. uh-huh. and they found yeah. a
2: judge to reinterpret the will and decided that that twenty-five billion-dollar collection wasn't supposed to be in a private collection. It was really meant to be willed to the um, the city of Philadelphia. So, who do you think mm-hmm. that judge is who reinterpreted the will?
1: Oh, um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm old. laughs> yeah, Judge Atte. and there's
2: a whole documentary. I watched it, and, um, you know, there it is. That was a wow. big favor. Mm-hmm. I,
3: I have I have another little tidbit about Judge Ott. And yes. um, Cosmas found this when she was Googling his name, and oh, I don't yes. know what the reason is for this, but it was found at the Per Am Realty website, down in Sulphur Springs, oh, yeah. Texas.
1: Okay. And it was
3: and it says download ringtones dash Judge Stanley Ott and Campaign Contributions.
1: Oh, and it was and it was at a
3: Realty website. <laughs> and I have no idea what that's about. But it's okay. very suspicious.
1: Yeah.
2: And you found yeah. the
5: eBay store. EBay. Yeah. I oh that. yeah.
0: What? Yeah. To put, what, yeah. Wait.
5: So tell me about the eBay store.
1: Yes, yes.
3: I don't have it. I don't have it saved.
5: But oh, I have okay. the Judge
3: Out ringtone is saved. Do you want me to email it to you? Yes.
1: <laughs> and uh, but that that is just absolutely incredible. Uh, so he's okay. Okay. Um, Hi. Uh, all right. Judge has been busy. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. Um, I know it, it, I, I'm getting emails here from people saying you should that you should uh, file with the DOJ on their hotline tip line. Don't bother. Um, no, yeah, all,
3: all three of us have complained we, to the FBI we numerous that. times. Yeah,
1: yes, yeah. and uh, about five years ago, when I was kind of new to all of this and finding my way around, I sent them twelve cases, uh, court certified documents. And showing where these probate tribunal administrators had violated people's constitutional rights, where they had told them they had no rights, and that if they mentioned the Constitution again, they'd put them in jail, and that the law was what they said it was. And about two and a Mm -hmm. half weeks later, I got my box back with a letter on top of it that said, we received your information, don't contact us again. So I thought, oh, oh, wait a minute. So I called, and I told him, I said, I got this back. It's got this letter on it. Uh, What does this mean? Well, it basically what it got down to after about an hour and 40 minutes of playing phone tag, um, what it got down to was because they are a federally funded agency, and they are themselves a corporation, they are contracted to represent all these other federal agencies, the DOJ, is not there for you. It's there to protect the agencies of the federal government from you. And basically what the hotline, the tip line is used for, the only time they will act on anything is if the state or the federal government, uh, this in your state, your attorney general's office, but at the federal level, the DOJ, is there to protect the government from you. And the only time they will move and take action on anything is if the federal government and one of its agencies it protects has suffered injury, usually financial, and they will go after them. this is why they have gone after, like, they just busted that bunch of doctors down in Texas that had built millions out of Medicare, I mean millions, and they just uh, prosecuted all night and guarantee you every one of them will pay a small fine and walk away and go back doing surgery. Um I hear about two years ago, they went after in five different states, s- different medical facilities that were bilking Medicare. And now every year, Medicare gets bilked out of somewhere between 30 and $60 billion by the medical industry. And it isn't the clients who get the money. It is not people say, oh, these retirees are breaking us. They're breaking No, we don't get that money. We don't get that money. It's the medical industry, the attorneys, who do. That's who gets the money. So they went after them. They found over $5 billion worth of fraudulent, uh, padded billing for services never rendered, blah, 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 blah. And not one of them got prosecuted or went to prison. They paid a small fine, went right back to business as usual. So going to your state attorney general or going to the DOJ is pointless now, I called the DOJ again here last year, and I said, You've got this tip line, and I just don't understand. People keep calling you and telling you what's happening to the elderly in these administrative courts, and you you won't do anything they're they're killing people and they're robbing them while they do it. Why won't you do anything And the man I talked to said, cause it 's none of our concern. I said, What' He said, it's none of our concern. I said, how can it not be your concern? You're the Department of Justice. And his response was, we don't work for you. And I see. So that's where that's at with that. So we've got to find another, um, another way to approach this. Um, legislatures are of absolutely no value. Um, they're they're not going to do anything. I, I've seen these uh, advocates of write bills, you know, and get them into these state things. And the bill that they wrote is actually quite good. But what they most people don't realize is that once that bill is tabled and calendared, it can be modified a thousand times, and they never tell you. And then it passes, and you think what got passed was what you wrote. And you find out the Bar Association came in through a big screaming fit, and this thing got watered down to you got no more than what you had to begin with. And that is you've got no rights. The victim has no rights. Um, we can keep business going as usual. And then everybody stands up, mugs for the camera, and smiles and says, look what we did. You didn't do shit. Oh, excuse me. Um, they, they took you for a ride. And uh, we've got to take this away from them. I also think that these, even these probate administrators need to campaign on their record, just like a politician does. Um, Here in Minnesota, on the ballot, there may be numerous judicial positions open in various courts, including administrative uh, tribunals. And there's one or two names on there. That means this person has already been tapped for the job, already has the job. And whether you vote for them or not, they got the job. So since we have a no confidence, we don't have a no confidence vote, meaning none of these people are acceptable. Um, I always write myself in. And two years ago, I got three votes and I still can't find out who those other two people were. And... uh, But it just, this is what I'm saying we They've sewn up on elections But these people need to campaign on their record I mean, imagine if the odd hole had to go out there I just love that so much, I can't stand it And campaign on his record And all of you showed up Well, and unfortunately in
3: Pennsylvania When they get elected, it's for 10 years
1: Yep Wow Yeah, yep Oh, God, that's
4: just sick. All the heat that was on Judge Ott, uh, Uh he wound up retiring early, and that was out of nowhere. They did an article on that because they didn't, you know, it was saying, oh, why all of a sudden? Well, why all of a sudden was because he was getting so much heat from all (laughs) of these cases where he was deeming, because, you know, you have an option to do um, like a partial um incapacitation he was doing I, I, It mm-hmm. was hundreds and hundreds of cases plenary guardianship that means you lose everything mm-hmm. you can't uh-huh. even say you want a glass of
1: juice uh, right whatever
4: you right get. right, so that's all he was doing was plenary guardianship,
1: yeah and uh and which takes away the rights of the family and exactly. uh, it basically it basically turns that person that they did this to into chattel property and yes. i have actually seen in papers uh where they have referred to them not even by a name or as a human being but as a unit uh um, right. this is how far down on the human scale you go when this happens to you um mm-hmm. uh, we've we've got to we've got to change this it, and it's got to stop for one thing i'm getting tired i'm getting old And this stuff makes me so mad that I can't hardly see straight. So um, I'm I'm serious. It does. It it upsets me terribly. And Mm -hmm. what upsets me is I'm usually someone who can resolve something. I can find a way to resolve it. And I have never found a way to stop this, and that upsets me too. So apparently I'm not going to kick off anytime soon because I won't quit till I see the end of this. Now, my whole thing Mm -hmm. is abolishing... The whole damn system. Um, this It should have never existed to begin with. It's unconstitutional. Yeah. And, right. and it is nothing more than a new form of slavery. And just because you didn't put somebody in a cotton field doesn't mean you didn't take ownership of them. This is human ownership we're talking about here. Um, right. You are taking the ownership of a human being, and you are representing yourself as them. Now, to me, that's fraud. I don't care if the probate administrator said you could do it. It's fraud. You are not that person. And
5: yeah. Yes,
1: ma'am, and nonfeasance, And the, the misuse of a public position to harm the public. Um, there are so many avenues and ways this could be addressed, uh, in talking to various attorneys who have come after me, <laughs> a huge number of them have, well, that scares me so bad, um, uh, just uh, – <laughs> I have a stack of cease and desist letters that I'm – I was thinking about framing and putting up on the wall. But anyway, because um, I'm not going to cease or desist, and um, but they they try everything to come at you to shut you up because this yeah. – when I was first exposed to it, of course, with Sarah Harvey, this is all Sarah Harvey's fault, and um, I had done so much research for legislators and stuff on legislation and law and code and title and all that, done it for years. I had, and I would stumble across things, you know, that I didn't know were going on, and i think, geez, that's interesting, I'll you know, look into that when I get time. I had never come across this. And when I had, I've said this many times, when I got done with my interview with her, which was the first one I ever did on guardianship, I came off the air thinking she's lying to me. She, there's something she's not telling me. And they they didn't do this for no reason. And three days later in tears, I had to call this woman and apologize to her. I love her dearly to this day, um, for forgiving me mostly, um, because it was far worse than what she said. And that's when I started all of this. And the stories just keep coming. And they get worse all the time. And so I say these legislators, they're they are worthless to us. They are absolutely worthless to us. And then I saw this this ping ponging of people back and forth. Oh, that's judicial uh, separation of powers. We can't get in that. Oh, that's judiciary. You know, that's legislative uh, separation of powers. We can't get into that. And then they do what they call zipping. If you're not in their area code, they can't correspond with you about anything because it's professional courtesy uh, to other representatives in the state. Well, good. Then when you vote, you make sure your vote only counts in the district you're in. And, um, it don't don't affect me with your vote, um but they have this whole system set in place, and I kept seeing this bouncing back bouncing back and bouncing back and forth it's when I discovered Title Twenty of Social Security and these block grants that go into the states they apply for them every year, and a percentage of this and it 's in the millions that they get many, many millions is supposed to go for elderly services, and I cannot find in one state where one penny of that money went to help the elderly on any level. and but this is how they're funding it. It's done through social security mm-hmm. administration wow. child support and all of that. It's funded through social security and run through mm-hmm. that way. and so it, it, I tried calling the social Security hotline. And on several cases, and said, "Look, this is what's happening. And they're taking their Social Security checks. And there is nothing wrong with this person. They've been targeted, and um, they have this guardian has you know three, four hundred clients that they're doing this to. Uh, there's nothing we can do about it." I said, "What? <laughs> you know, I, I the disbelief. We have this whole system in place that is absolutely useless." unless you are part of it and it it is of no use to the public whatsoever and like I say this has got to be our focus is ending the system itself this is this has got to it's got to stop and, uh, and like I say I'm not going to leave this planet just a minute before um I see it stopped. I just refuse. It won't go. And um, so where do we go from here, any of you? Where do we go from here? I know you don't want to give out your plans, but, but you know.
2: I think the fact that our freedom of speech and
0: freedom yeah. of the press uh-huh. is
2: having the American people realize what's going on. Um, And I think as the outrage, I mean, you've seen what happened in Nevada. I think as the outrage continues, I think it will make a difference.
1: Okay. Well, and we we keep exposing this.
5: To everybody who's sitting there and listening to this and saying, it can't happen to me, oh, they're not telling the whole truth,
0: Um,
5: they really did abuse their loved ones and that's why they're in this, et cetera, et cetera. Don't be full. It can happen to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can happen to you while you're sitting still and you don't even know it. Um, right. because the, the really insidious part of this is that somehow they are vetting these people to, to find out who has the money and and to make yes. this all worth it. Because if, if it isn't worth it, they're not going to target you.
1: They're right. not going to yeah. do it.
5: It's a waste of time it, and money. And no one wastes, wastes either one of these things. So please, if you think we're joking, just take a moment. Go on. If all you do is go on YouTube and look up the two names we told you, and hear yep. it from their lips, please do <laughs> yeah. that. Do something to change this, because I am telling you, as we're sitting here, it can be you, it can be one of your loved ones, and once it starts, it is damnable to get, to make it stop.
0: Even
5: when he are I've them. not even been able to mourn my mother yet because I'm still playing games with these idiots.
1: Oh. Gee, my Christmas. This is just uh, – and, and, you know, and that's that's the thing, too. Um, the streets are full of homeless people. If, if guardianship was actually about guardianizing people who actually need it, um, they would um, – uh they would pit, scoop these people up off the street on the other hand we have predators like Mary Rowan out there in Detroit who then a lot of them are moving to this she's an attorney and she is doing business by volume and she currently has somewhere around 13 to 1400 people guardianized who get social security and um, and maybe a VA retirement also. And then she owns numerous what she calls residential homes all over the city that have not been inspected. And she puts them in there and puts them in there and starves them half to death, leaves them without heat, blah, blah, blah. But you take that number of people, and let's just say the average, just an average Social Security check is $1,200, just say that. And you take that times 1300 a month, that's pretty good living. And if you're taking their VA retirement on top of it, that's just yeah. a perk. And she had nine of them installed in one of these uninspected homes. One of it was a blind man who had been living quite well on his own for years, and she had just had him kidnapped from his apartment, installed in one of her homes, and it caught fire about 5 days later and four or five of these people died in the fire of course she never got charged with anything and um but uh so we've got it and now they're looking at these people you know if you get enough of them and if you can get a hold of some property um and you get enough of them i mean like i say you take $1200 a month on average uh times even a thousand that's a pretty damn good living, and uh, you know. And if you're a parasite, it it looks real good. And she doesn't tend to any of these people. She never sees them. Doesn't do anything. If she does show up, it's to antagonize them. And um, so even the homeless now, or people, elderly people living on their own in assisted living, that kind of thing, it's, they're now doing it by volume, uh, because people with money are fighting back. So if you've got nothing other than Social Security, uh, you know, you're you're a pretty good target. Um, But like I say, this is happening all over the country, absolutely all over the country. We had a case up here in Minnesota here a few years back. We have a predator running here named Joe Vogel down in the Twin Cities. And his um, particular... um, uh, Preference is people that have been disabled, like because of an accident, this, that, or something else. And um, he um, petitioned the probate court to pull the plug on one of his clients because the insurance had run out, said they weren't paying anymore. And Medicare said, you know, what are you doing? And um, so the court said, no, that's too much authority for one person to have. And so he petitioned the state court. The state court upheld the probate. He took it to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court of Minnesota came back and said, well, this statute says that if, you know, you're the plenary guardian um, and you can make medical decisions, this, of course, could be interpreted to mean that you also have the right to call for end of life, end of care. Okay, futility of care is what they call it. And they pulled the plug on this man. I read this, and then I wrote an article regarding the fact that further down in Minnesota statute, it said in the event that end of life is called for, the guardian must meet with the court, the family, and the physicians and make sure that they couldn't make us unilaterally. I had two Supreme Court justices from the state of Minnesota write me cease and desist letters and demand that I retract that article. And I refused. And in the article, I said, you know, either they didn't read the statute or they assumed no one else would. But this doesn't hold water. And furthermore, in the state of Minnesota, probate is run up under Health and Human Services and is not part of the judiciary. So any ruling or opinion, which is, there's a difference from the Supreme Court. An opinion just means we got an opinion. A ruling means force of law. Um, your, your opinion It doesn't matter But uh, they've gone on with it anyway And now every guardian up here does that If it doesn't benefit them They um, uh, You know there isn't any monetary benefit Left they pull the plug But this I mean this just goes on All over the country and I don't know uh, I think our judiciary Is so rotten That there isn't any fixing it At this point I think there are good people in it, but they're terrified to say anything for fear of losing their careers. Um, They destroy them. I call it professional cannibalism. They go after them, they will destroy their character, their name, take everything from them, ruin their practice, stop them from practicing law. Um, You know, they'll do anything to them. So getting help is is the issue that we face, and the only way I can see that we are going to get help is banding together and um trying somehow mm-hmm. to... right.
0: I'm
1: sorry, oh no, no
4: no, no, he was just disagreeing with what you were saying yeah yeah mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's just uh, it, i I just don't see any other option um. It it just because and the FBI is absolutely pointless.
4: You can go to the FBI
1: all day long; they won't do anything. They They won't do anything. Nope. No. And I think knowledge is power, and we
4: have to just keep on putting it out there and making people aware of what is going on, and that definitely it can happen to them. And I always speak of guardianship as a spider web. Once you're in it, you you cannot get out. And normal yeah. and and the ward usually gets out through death, through right? Death
1: only, right? And that's it too. And that is exactly mm-hmm. it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, and the only other times I've seen people get released from guardianship is when the estate is tapped out. There's nothing left right. to get, and then suddenly everybody resigns and walks away. And um, no, then they
5: come back yeah. and get the estate. Yeah. well, it's, but it's I'm just saying once it's, gone, it, no, once it's gone, once it's gone, there's always something left. There's always where something at? left, and that's what, <laughs> they, what they do. Seriously, seriously, Yeah. Um, because that's what that's what part two is. There's always a uh-huh. part two to this, where they okay. come back and then they try to tap the last monies and last funds they're in the estate, because um, there there are going to be little loose monies that they didn't get their hands on. Uh huh. And 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 truly, that's the end of the game because yeah, you know, like everything, there's always an end game to it. And it took me a long time, and, and some really good people that knew my mother for years and years, and these were children under my mom, who actually did the homework and found out all sorts of information. And they said to me that end game is for them to get every single thing you own. And until they've done that from every one of the children or the the other people who are inherit,
1: they're not finished. They're not yeah. finished yeah they want right to you dry. yeah, well, and you know did you see we're in several states too now they allow them to go back three, it started three years, then it went to five years, and now they can go back in some states ten, ten years and oh, yeah. see if yeah, yeah, see if you bought, sold, or traded anything, and if you did, it has to be returned to the estate at the loss yeah. of whomever. Bought or you know sold it or whatever, um, but it has to, because right. the guardian wants it, and yes. Uh, yes. and then and the other thing too, if you notice these probate administrators, there there uh, there's a lot of them now that are clairvoyant. I and I know they are. They're psychic, because even though your estate planning may have been in place for twenty or thirty years, they have mm-hmm. determined if you they decided you were incapacitated. Capacitated today you must have been back then too so whatever you wrote back then doesn't matter and um they throw it all away they discard it florida Mm statutes i always use an example you get down in definitions and it says that that probate administrator can discard pre-standing legal agreements at any time they see it as an obstacle doesn't say an obstacle to what just right. as an obstacle. an obstacle to them. Yeah. Yes. We know exactly. Mhm. Exactly. <laughs> Cause you've been silent. Say something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, you know, listening. And, um, I guess maybe one point that I've known that, I mean, maybe this will was even come as a surprise. Like all of us, you know, how we met and. How we all, you know, the same thing, like our loved ones not giving glasses, dentures, um, hearing Mm -hmm. aids, you know, all that kind of stuff that was going on. Um, Mm -hmm. It was one thing that we've all said, you know what, if you were going to rob the estate, at least have taken good care of them, and we probably wouldn't have
1: cared. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and why would you prohibit visitation? Why is the first thing they do isolation? And and I think it's because the psychological fec- effect, not only on the family, but most particularly on the victim, is yes. so devastating. yeah
5: abuse 101.
1: Yeah. You know, oh any
5: other abuser, uh, if a man is abusing his wife, the first thing he wants to do is isolate that woman. Yes. So she cannot yes. reach out for help, and, and, and it takes her mental state down so he can do anything he wants to do, him or her. I'm not being with me. Um, to 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 just mold that brain any way they want to,
1: yes. Oh. So
5: that they're not accused of of abuse in the most egregious form. I, I yeah. always thought all that was just interesting. Yeah. But, you know, you know, I, just like I, I don't know the gentleman's name, and please forgive me. I agree with you a thousand percent. Um, if you believe in karma, if you believe in God, if you just believe in ugly on ugly, one way or the other, they're going to pay for this. They're yes. gonna pay for this because the same money that they accumulate, uh, somebody's gonna come in and do the same thing to them. I don't care and what I they pray put for that please. every
1: day. I do. I pray for right. that every day. That what what they've mm-hmm. done to other people is done to them. And that's something maybe we could do is guardianize some of these people because obviously they're incapacitated, they're not in their right <laughs> minds. And um, well, you we know should, what? I <laughs> always say that. Yeah. yeah. Because you know you can report anybody.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah, I think we should go in. And and honestly, I'm gonna tell you the truth. After looking at Judge Ott's track record, you know, because he had uh, he referred to himself as Solomon in my grandmother's case, and a physician. (laughs) Oh, you know, (laughs) he was doing
1: Bible stories. I think he need to be guardianized
4: because I think he has dementia. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. 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 Either that, or he thinks he's divine. Either way, he's crazy. And uh, he's like, he's, yeah, he's incapacitated. Tell him to part the waters, and you'll believe him. Um, exactly. It just, uh, you know, I mean, I can sit here all day long and tell you I'm Miss America. It doesn't mean I am, but I can exactly. tell you that. You know, of course, I do think I am. No, <laughs> but uh, no, I don't really. And uh, kind of, and um, but it, <laughs> it works for me. It works for me. <laughs> you got my voice. But, yeah, thank you so much Thank you so much I, I keep looking for that crown I just can't find it
0: And uh, <laughs> but, <laughs>
1: but it just But you know what I'm saying and, and, and and I think it's like we're joking and laughing, and I'm telling you I love this odd whole thing so much. I'm never going to let this go. Every once in a while I hear something that just absolutely hits it so hard on the head, you, you just have to hang on to it. So I am going to co-opt that from you. And um, But uh, <laughs> I will give you yeah, credit. You're going to so much trouble. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Diane Zabowski is going to send you a cease and desist. Oh, I'm oh, so scared.
1: Goodness. I'm, I'm, I'm like so I scared. I'll send her one. And um, can, we,
3: can we touch yeah. on
1: the um, on all the dental
3: procedures that yes, they yes, did yes. to oh the incapacitated god. people? Oh my oh god. Oh my
0: god. Yep. <laughs>
1: what are you talking about?
3: I I think it, I think Tasha is your grandmother had it the worst, didn't she? Yes. They were pulling teeth
4: left and right.
5: Oh, oh my, my god.
4: god. I
5: age. never knew yeah.
4: that, Sasha. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. They were pulling teeth left and right. I did not find out until after, um, but I had noticed, you know, some of her 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 real teeth were actually cracked. I take I took pictures of that. I documented video. I did a video yeah. documentary of her whole 14 months in guardianship. Uh-huh. Um. So it could show how she was from the beginning to the end, and towards yes. the end, um, you know, all sorts of things were happening. Um, I would ask, had she fallen? Yes, yeah, she was having bruises on her legs. Her teeth was being pulled. Um, what and I'm was the reason for this? Money. Um,
5: money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Erin would dentist, not even identify
4: with an answer yeah. when we would question her she would uh, she would not even answer the family as to why
5: because yeah. she
4: didn't
5: to oh. they pulled every the heart, tooth out of yeah. my mother's head every Harvey single was, tooth out yeah. and oh I just God. happened
3: to be visiting my uncle and the aide mentioned something about how the dentist was going to be coming in a couple days to yank his teeth and mm-hmm. I was—I would have never known otherwise. The only reason I knew is because I happened to be there visiting. And he, right. you know, why would you do that to an old man? And exactly. when he looked in his mouth, it wasn't like there was any big abscess or anything. It's like, are yeah. you just doing this so
1: that Dennis can build his estate? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: But yeah. they also,
1: he's years old and they can't eat. eat. They can't. Right. Not only can they not eat, but then as far as personal care attendants, they don't have to help them brush their teeth or that's why they take away right. dentures. And it's this that's dehumanizing probably. that they do. They take the hearing mm-hmm. aid, they take the glasses, they take the dentures, they take everything that makes that person uh, as human. H- close to Home. whole
4: and human bold. as they can
1: be. And mm-hmm. uh, they take it away from them and then say, see, there's something wrong with them. Look how they're acting. If you did that to me, uh, you better have a big load of hell doll. I'm telling you,
4: they won't even purchase clothing
1: yeah, for I, their charges.
4: Um, what they tell the family is, "Oh, if you buy the clothes, we'll reimburse
5: you." They never reimburse you.
1: Ugh, Jesus! I know they never every time
5: you. of my mother, and they <clears throat> never even gave her. And this is when she was still living at home. They never even gave her a dime to buy a cracker. Uh, never yeah, a her dime to purchase a either. cracker with her money. Nope. Which, Well, uh, no. oh, I know I wasn't that. Living here and buying food and, and you know, struggling to keep every electrical on. da 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 da. Or, yeah. excuse me, I'll be nice. I, I and my sister, and, you know, who knows what would happen to my mother? And this yeah. is under um, the care of Pennsylvania. I don't even want to just put it under OTT and da 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 because it's not like we didn't go to other agencies and other entities Mm -hmm. in Pennsylvania, the state police. Right, you name it, we've been right. there. And then even when we talk to other legislators and stuff, they start ticking down the list. Well, did you talk to? Did you talk to? And when we tell them mm-hmm. yes, yeah, they they act like we're lying, or yeah, we have something mm-hmm. to gain by this, or we're stupid and we don't know that we have in fact talked to everybody and anybody that anybody suggested.
1: Right, right, yeah. right. My God, I I'm telling you, well, this is. Yeah. Can, can I, I read? I,
3: can I read some court transcripts? Yes, please do. Okay. So this is when Diane Zabowski was questioning Deborah Clock during the procedure when my sister was removed as um, co-guardian. So
1: okay. So this
4: is
3: the question from Diane Zabowski. So some of the differences that you had with Cosmos Scaife were her complaints about the fact that his dentures were not fitting that he was not wearing his hearing aids, and that he wasn't wearing his eyeglasses all of the time, right? And then Deborah Clark answers, tragically, it makes us feel better because we have given them all of these resources. And then Diane Zabowski says, but were these issues she was complaining to you about? And Diane Zabowski says, yes. I mean, I'm sorry, Deborah Clock says, yes. And then Diane Zabowski says, and in your experiences... Those issues are secondary, and there are more critical issues that you have to deal with with Harvey, right? And Deb Clock answers correct. So things that you need to have a quality of life
1: were secondary. So this Zabowski that is supposed to be your uncle's representative, legal representative, is basically staging this question and answer session, and she's basically answering the question before, Glock can answer it uh, to make it exactly. look like. Exactly. Yes. It was an yeah.
2: eight-hour hearing. It was an eight-hour hearing. There were more attorneys in there than the O.J. Simpson trial. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. and all the, I, 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 That was like a three hundred and some thousand-dollar bill that Harvey had to pay all those attorneys.
5: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. For something he didn't want from the beginning. Mm. Mm. Right. That's yeah. the killer. They took my mother to court in November of, I think it was 2014, 2015. They didn't even put a coat on her. It was one of the coldest days in the year. They sent Lifestar Ambulance to come pick her up. And they had a little, um, like, tennis jacket on her. Her neck wasn't uh, bundled up. And one thin blanket. When I saw my mother being pulled out that ambulance, I was livid. I was off the chain, and I did what every daughter would do. I ripped off my coat, bundled up my mother, and and tried to get her in that building as soon as possible. Judge Ott said, because and, and, I brought it up in, 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 while addressing the court, and he said, uh Kapana Doshi is one of the best guardians we have. If you all let her do her job, she would have taken good care of your mother. Even the uh, guards that were there, when they realized that this woman let this old woman in a wheelchair come out like that, even they acknowledged that that I had a perfect right to be as upset as, as I was because at first they thought I was just off the chain for no good reason. When they found out what had happened, They were as livid as I was. Yeah. But but Josie is a good guardian. Oh yeah. Oh
3: jeez, I've seen I've seen her videos on online and how horrible her
2: accounting is. It's like a joke.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh my God.
2: Yeah, tell about the Facebook page. There's a Facebook page with all these documents.
1: Oh yes, please. Oh yes.
2: It's called Shenan. How, wait, is it in the and Montgomery, Montgomery County, County, County courthouse P. or P. Pennsylvania?
4: Pennsylvania
2: courthouse?
4: And Pennsylvania courthouse.
2: Pennsylvania. Let's say
4: it again. I Montgomery okay. PA. In, yeah. okay. in Montgomery County, PA. Yeah,
2: because and and they courthouse. release in the, and there's like, and there's like a bunch of documents and they get released every day and it's like um there's like. Elko, the Holocaust survivor, is on there and he basically got yeah. like kidnapped and he's thrown in some kind of unit but he puts a letter out before he gets yeah. taken and that's all on there. And there's oh, like my God. I mean it's just horrifying. Like there's so many different stories and then there's like a YouTube channel. Yeah, with if you click on these... the link for the for the
3: um website, it takes you to the shenanigans YouTube channel.
1: Shen- and you okay. can yeah. see
5: all
2: the videos. It's and it's all like um, court records. It's like real court records. I think it's a pretty okay. powerful Facebook page.
1: Okay, you might wanna, like, I, I, I have think i with them. Like it? Yeah. yeah. I think Some I'm hooked guys. up with them, yeah. um, and uh, I'm gonna have to check that out. Uh, I've got 5,000 people on my page all the time, so it's hard for me to keep up. And uh, I, I, I want to ca- encourage ca- all of you. Ca- ca- if you've got. Ca- ca-
4: it. What about-
1: Put about put
4: um the articles about rebel pundit. Yes, rebel pundit. So yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's on there, Where's rebel r e b e l. Yeah. P u n d i t dot com, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. there is a three part article done by an investigative reporter on the
1: family as well. Okay. It's okay, Michael Mike. Davis. Yeah, I know Mike. Uh, I, I know I had tried to I think one of the first articles he did on this uh, I tried to cross post To my site you know like with the lead in right. And then a link back to Rebel Pundit And I guess that guy got really upset that I did that So I took it down right. um, That was but, my uh, article
4: The first one that he did was for Jamie yeah. Myers
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, the so, comments
3: um, On Tasha's story The comments underneath like all these victims From Montgomery County came out of the woodworks And they're commenting at the end of your, your Grandma's story
0: Oh,
1: yeah. Wow. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to check that then, out and see what I can Yeah,
2: then yeah, Harvey was the second story and yep. then Austin's mom was the third story.
1: Yeah. It oh, was wow. a three
4: part series.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna check all that out and uh I I know even quoting that guy at Rebel gets mad, so um I, I can't I did link him in the promo though. Uh link your stories. Um uh, in the in the promo for the show i named rebel pundits specifically and linked to them but um uh, I don't understand that stuff myself I'm, i share my stuff freely, you know, and uh, I want it out there but uh, um this oh my god no I'm, I'm mad this is ruin- ruined my whole damn night. Um <laughs> <laughs> it just uh, I mean it to, to hear from all of you and we need to do we're down to about 10 minutes here. I, I want to do a second show if you're up for it here in a couple weeks and while Absolutely. I gather information and get some things together here on this and um mm-hmm. uh and and have y'all come back on because this is just huge and in the interim um and I, I I'm watching this call board here. Like I say, Miss Kablowski or whatever your freaking name is. If you want to call in and, and make a statement, please do it. We would just love to talk to you. And, um, uh, I have some questions I would like to ask you. And, um, uh, but if you don't, um, I'm sure you have a public email address and I'll be writing you a letter and, uh, ha- asking you some bona fide <laughs> questions that maybe you can answer. um, and I guess the biggest question I've got for all of these people that do this is this. What happened to you that you lost your sense of empathy, sympathy, compassion, humanity, and you became so greedy? You became so greedy and so self-serving that you would do this to another human being. How do you go home and sleep at night knowing you have caused someone else this much misery and pain? Yeah. And these, wow. and it's like you're, um, uh, 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 oh, Mary just texted me that her battery on her phone is dead.
4: <laughs> I was just ready to tell
1: you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so anyway, but Mary, we'll have you back. Don't worry. Next time, honey, plug in. And, um, but that, that, that's just what I'm saying. How do you, you can tell train runs through my town, um, <laughs> we ought to put these people on an orphan's <laughs> train That's it See if we can sell these guardians across the country Like they used to do orphan kids during the depression And uh, But um, <laughs> Okay She's going to call back in On a different okay. number here And um, so But um, this is uh, I I just think uh, this This has gone too far this has gone too far, and it's gone on too long, and I think also these senators and representatives, whether they're state or federal, if we put them in office, we can damn well take them out, and we need to make this a national issue in every election, and they better stand up and be counted uh, if they're not going to stop this mess and disbar this bar association and get these people out of our courts. Then you know who not to vote for. Um, I, I, I'm I'm tired of this. I'm tired of these people that you know promise everything when they're campaigning. They get office, they forget who opened that door for them, and they shut it firmly behind them, and they can't talk to you anymore. Um, it's just this is disgraceful. We need to remember they are supposed to work for us, but you cannot take. The thing is, you cannot tell me. You're representing my interests and shaking my hand with your right hand and got your left hand behind your back taking money from the same people that want to destroy me. Now, I'm sorry. If you go to OpenSecrets.org, type in any legislator or senator's name, and then click the money trail tab, it will tell you exactly who they're taking money from. Here, and I think we got Mary back. Mary, we got you back? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, Okay, there you go. But – and check and look and see who they're taking taking money from. And you can't take money from the Bar Association, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and then tell me that you're going to write legislation or help pass legislation that will limit their capacity for harming you. They're not going to do it. Um, It it just – they're not going to do it. I have – I'm so tired of all of this, um, <laughs> but it just,
0: you know. You know. We, we've disgusting. got
1: about, it is, it, it's more than discussing. Listen, we've got just a few minutes left. I, I would guess like I each, real quick, any, any
2: of the victims out there that are listening that are with Montgomery County, I know the National Association to Stop and Ship Abuse is taking the stories. Um, okay. They also are giving free—they're giving free membership to anybody who is a victim in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. I've heard that it is the most documented county in the whole United States of America. We feel that um, Las Vegas went down first. Um, we think yep. um, Montgomery County is going down next. Um, and Amen. the website is www.stopguardingtheshipabuse.org You can find them on Facebook They've been um, I don't know what I would do without them It's been the greatest organization And I think that's a great place to start If you're listening and you're from Montgomery County Go to that site um, Get the help We can. Um, there's power in numbers and we've all said that And we all believe that um, God has brought us together And will be an instrument yeah, yeah. of judgment Against the atolls. Yes,
1: yeah, yes. <laughs> I love that so much I love that so much I bad. Yeah, I will never say anything
5: To
0: you all <laughs> again
1: <laughs> Too late now Ever. baby Too late now <laughs> uh, Did you have a last comment You wanted to make
0: God bless you all Continue mm. to do it Because this is God's work
1: Well, That yeah. we're doing Amen. I hope so I hope so and uh, mm-hmm. and i wish he i wish he'd jump in here cuz we need help um hey, I truly well, do we'll
0: you know
5: what god is 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 has already jumped in because in fact we're talking and yeah.
0: exactly. Amen. you know Amen. um
5: Amen. this scripture Before is, this scripture we three three it changes Amen. the the whole course of whatever you're going through right so we're yeah. in more than 2 or 3 now we are 2 or 300 and Amen. we will make this stop we will make this stop and they're afraid because they
1: know we're coming
0: they and know yeah, we're and coming.
1: exactly and that's it's something I've said on other shows we're coming for you just because we haven't got there yet doesn't mean we're not on our way that's we right. are coming for you and, and holding these state and federal legislators and everything accountable For failing to protect the people that elected them from these creditors is unforgivable. It is absolutely unforgivable. Um, Mm -hmm. They all need and I'm also a person who firmly believes in term limits. Um, Nobody needs to nest up in government. That that just doesn't need to happen. And um, but anyway, and the judges uh, in
3: Pennsylvania don't need ten years for their term
1: either. No, they do not. No, they do not. And like I say, they all should have to campaign just like any other political candidate, and these are political pointies. Um, they, they should have to campaign, run on their record, and every time they get out there to make a speech, confront them. Um, this is the only, the only way I can see we can get this stopped and maybe get an honest judiciary um, because what we have now is nothing but a racket. That is all that it is, is a racket, and they right. are rewriting statutes and everything, closing that protection racket so you have no way out. And right. uh, this is it, this is like getting sentenced to prison for life on a crime you didn't commit. And have you noticed these yeah, people yeah, that get, exactly. end up in these courts and get victimized by this? They get treated yeah. as if they, they committed capital murder. Really? Yeah. They, they get, uh-huh. Yeah.
5: But murderers if, get
1: out. Yeah. Murderers well, are going to get out of jail. Well, that's mm-hmm. what I've always said. If you're in danger of going to a nursing home, run out and rob a bank. Because if you do, <laughs> see, you'll go to prison. You'll get legal representation. Your rights will be preserved. You'll get three oh. ops in a cot. You'll get free medical care, minute. TV, a community room, and clean clothes every day. And you'll get to shower at least mm-hmm. two or three times a week. So that was the other thing. Yeah, go ahead. That was the other thing I wanted to add
5: to all of this. All of us were accused, or are, some of us said how this started, yeah. of financial mismanagement. Now, yep. none of us were ever charged, and the reason why right. we were never charged, and, and you just reminded me, is because if they had charged us, we would have all gotten a free lawyer, and this would have yep. come down. Well, and now, then they, so had, anybody, they had said nothing. If you were walking through this now do whatever you have to do to get a lawyer for you Mm -hmm. and you will subsequently free your family, but get it. And don't delay. Don't delay. Don't think it's going to all be okay because you'll be able to get legal representation that you trust in
1: Philadelphia or beyond. Do not do it in North Girls and gentlemen, uh, I got less than ninety seconds left here. I want to thank all of you for coming on. This has been a spectacular show, and don't think you heard the last of mm-hmm. me on this one, because <laughs> um, <laughs> we're we're gonna do this again. And then I've got a little bit of work to do here, and I'll be putting out some work of my own on this uh and again miss Koblaski, or whatever your screwy name is
0: please please feel free
1: to call me please call me um you can call me at 320-764-5131 i will take your call any time of the day or night but please bear in mind i record my phone calls so anyway <laughs> you want to be nice if you do call um that doesn't mean I have to be. And uh, but anyway, um, we will be back. I will I will be back tomorrow night with Yolanda Bell because of the the um, hurricane in Florida. Deb Dahmer won't be doing her show. She is safe. Her family is safe, but she's not doing her show. So Yolanda Bell is coming on about the abduction of Anastasia, her sister who, through medical mm. abuse and neglect, is near death. Mm. So she'll be oh. coming on the show. Thank you for doing and that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: yeah. Yeah. And and I'm
1: down at the end of my time here, everybody. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank and you. we'll do this thank again. You. Thank
2: you. Kay. Thank
5: you.
1: Good night, everyone.
5: Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.
1: Can I have a story? Okay.
4: This one is about a little boy who needed a heart.
2: Kind of like the Tin Man?
0: Exactly. But in this story, the boy had something called cardiomyopathy. His heart was too big.
2: So he didn't go to Oz?
0: Nope. The doctors at UW Health Kids did a transplant to give him a heart just his size.
2: So the doctors are like wizards.
0: You could say that. UW Health Kids and American Family Children's Hospital. El año pasado, más del
1: 25% de todas las muertes causadas por accidentes de tráfico estuvieron relacionadas con los efectos del alcohol o drogas. No se arriesgue a conducir bajo los efectos del alcohol o drogas. Todos contamos contigo. Un mensaje de la Policía Estatal de Nueva Jersey.